Welcome back to another episode of yours, Drooly. It is I, your host, Drooly, of course. I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode. Like I mentioned, I will do individual episodes of the topics. That way, you guys are not hanging on the cliff for the juicy details. Plus, I know some of y'all are low-key loving the tea on specific topics. So, as always, stay tuned. Also, before I begin today's episode, if you happen to hear jingle bells ringing all the way in the background, it's my two lovely cats. They are trying to get my attention and are sitting next to me as I am recording this episode. So don't mind them as they want to be part of my podcast. That's why they're making those sounds. So without further ado, now let's get into the topic, shall we? As you can tell by the title of the episode, I will be sharing my reasons for why I've decided that enough is enough and it was time for me to leave my marriage. Before I begin, I just want to remind you guys that as I share these reasons with you, I am reliving those events and my emotions will trigger me. Don't mind me at all as I am allowing myself to feel those emotions. I mean no harm or have any harsh feelings towards people I've mentioned as they don't exist in my life anymore, so I can care less. However, for all of you listening, please take my experiences as a life lesson. So let's get with the first reason. The first reason as to why I've decided that I could no longer continue living in this marriage life was the disrespect. There were many things that have happened to me that caused me to felt like I wasn't respected as a wife, a daughter-in-law, and as a person in general. The first foremost that I felt like I had most of the disrespect, well, two of the things that I felt like I had the disrespect from was basically from the in-laws. So before I begin telling these reasons, let me create a character name for them, okay? So throughout the episodes that I will be posting and me and telling my stories about my relationship with the ex and the in-laws, let's refer the ex as Lost Boy. We'll call his stepmom Lost Mom, of course, and his dad, Lost Dad. And the reason why I am referring them to Lost, quote unquote, is because, especially for for the ex, Lost Boy, if you can refer uh, the song Lost Boy, where it talks about Peter Pan, um, being a boy, always wanting to be a boy, and never wanting to grow up. And I felt like, lost boy was like that the ex was like that he he was stuck in his i don't know his his younger ways or or you could say that he hasn't matured or grown even though his age have grown but his mental mind hasn't and i and also felt like he he needed his parents there for a lot of things And that was one of the reasons why it caused a strain in our relationship. So for all of you guys to, you know, 
no and you know for me to just get that out of the way we'll just instead of just for them to like the ex or you know the in-laws or whatever we'll just that that would be the character names for for now okay with that um going back to the in-laws lost mom and lost dad um i felt like they couldn't treat me with respect of being their son's wife and I felt like there was no boundaries when it comes to that because at the end of the day even though we were married culturally they passively act as if you know I was just another person there and they felt like they could do whatever the fuck they want to do just because that's their son and because I'm married to that son they felt like they could just do whatever the fuck they want to do so a couple of things that has happened pertaining to the lost in-laws is that when me and lost boy first got married and we moved into our new apartment, I I think at that time we were working second shift and, um, you know, it was, it was over the weekend. We slept in and me as a light sleeper, I heard... Well, I think I, I've heard his his phone ringing and I guess his dad called him multiple times. And then I heard our, our doorbell ringing. And so by that, it surprised me and uh, I woke up lost boy. And then I just went to the bathroom just to use the bathroom. And also in case if his dad was um, growing up, up the stairs and into our apartment i just wanted to you know freshen up because like i say we we just woke up okay we were sleeping during that time and we just woke up so while i was in the bathroom you know freshening up you know doing whatever i need to do as i got out of the bathroom lost boy wasn't there checked the room checked the entire apartment he wasn't there i had to call him a couple of times for him to pick up and so um when I called him, he didn't pick up at all. I think he picked up one time and he said that he'll call me back because I was wondering where he was at. I'm like, you know, you know that your dad uh, rung the doorbell or like, he called you. Are you with them? And he told me that he'll call me back. I'm like, OK. A couple of minutes later, he called me and he told me that his parents and him were at Home Depot because apparently their grandma's fridge was broken and so they needed to buy a new one. So when you buy new furniture or furnace, you need your credit score in order to get approved. So at that point, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And he told me that, yeah, they needed me to um, to co-sign on um, the fridge that way they can get a new fridge for grandma and my thinking was that maybe I'm in the wrong in this I don't know but at that time I felt like that's kind of wrong for them to do that because first of all why are you using your son's credit to get a fridge couldn't both of you guys use your own credit to get a new fridge that I did not understand but at that time his whole lost boy told me that his parents picked him up they three of them went to home depot and they bought a new fridge for their grandma and they used his um his credit score to co-sign uh the fridge and so my thing was that but 
why didn't you let me know? Why didn't you tell me that you were going with them? You know, and so with that, I felt like that was like a disrespect right there. Because my thinking was that, you know, you're married to me. You're supposed to communicate with me with what you're doing. Especially when it comes to finances. That's the important thing when it comes to relationship and marriage. So why would you go behind my back and not tell me that you're, you're going with your parents? Because for me, I would have said, hell the fuck no, you ain't going to go with them. Why the fuck are you using your credit score to buy them things? Like, don't you even have consideration of me or us? So with that, I don't know. I just let that slide. But, you know, when all of that happened, I had the feeling that this isn't right. Like, why would his parents ask him? to come with them when they can just go by themselves it's obvious that they were just using him and using his credit scores just to buy the fridge and i get that it's for 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 the grandma okay but at the same time it's kind of like why would you use your only son's credit to to you know fuck it up or just just to use it just for for the heck of it that didn't make sense so that's the first thing that kind of made me feel that okay like you shouldn't even you shouldn't even disrespect me or my husband and and also the fact that why would you go behind my back and not tell me that you're gonna leave that was kind of that was kind of fishy right there the second thing that made me feel like I was disrespected from lost in-laws is that they were talking about buying a boat and that was one of the the reason like one of the reasons why um I kind of did want to leave him in the first place but for some reason I was so stupid to, to stick around but anyways back to back to the story his parents or his dad wanted to buy a boat you know my thing was that a boat for what why why are you needing a boat why it's because your your brother has a boat lost boy's uncle has a boat or everybody that they know has a boat and he wants one for his own pleasure like it, it didn't make sense so why are you involved why was lost boy involved with buying the new boat and lost boy told me that his parents wanted him to co-sign or to buy the boat using his credit score now at that time we were living in our apartment um how no 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 let's go back at that time we moved out of our apartment and we lived with his with the in-laws for two months and we moved in we we moved out and then we moved in with with his grandma that is another story another episode that i will share with you guys later on so stick around but going back to the story at that time we were living with lost boys grandma and we were thinking about buying a house and apparently his aunt has a real estate license and she was able to help us with that and so I told him that well if you buy the boat you do know that it's gonna fuck up your credit right it's gonna fuck up your credit score and that's gonna be an issue and that would be the reason why your credit score is low ladies listen to me you have to listen to your intuition because the moment when i told him about that when i told him that no do not buy the boat because you buy the boat and you put that under your name your credit score will be low 
when we actually went through the process of buying the house, he couldn't qualify. Guess what? Why why he couldn't qualify? qualify? It, it was because of the boat. Because we even asked the... I guess her, I guess she was like a loan officer or something like that. And I asked her, like, was there a reason why he couldn't qualify? It's because one, his credit score is low. And two, because of the boat. And I told him, I told you. And you wouldn't even want to listen to me. And so with that, so even before all that happened, I already told him that, no, you cannot buy the boat. Because your parents are just using you for your credit score. They're just trying to ruin your credit score. And so him be an obedient son i guess he i guess one day i was just downstairs in my bedroom my sister texted me saying that hey drew um did your in-law buy a new boat and i text back a boat what new boat lost mom posted a picture saying that oh they bought a new boat or whatever and i got mad because i'm like you know first of all he's not home he's out and about doing something i don't know and I'm mad because the thing is that, you know, we have this conversation already. And I told you that, no, you cannot allow your parents to buy this boat using your credit score. And for you to disrespect me as your wife, to go behind my back and do that, that was a huge disrespect right there. And so he came home, we had an argument, and then um, at that time, his grandma was there too, and you know, me being an obedient dumbass, you know, like I, you know, at the same time, I was yelling at him, and then his grandma decided to jump in and, you know, um, take his side like always, typical Hmong, Hmong elders i guess you know they rather side with their with their sons or their the men in the in the family or whatever and so she basically was saying that you know that's his only father and that he should be able to buy his dad things but my thing was that you know i couldn't talk back i wish i could have but at that time you know like i respected his grandma a lot too and so i didn't say anything back but if i had the chance to go back and say something i will fucking say something like you know, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. This is my husband. This is our problem. You have no no right to jump in and put in your input. But aside from that, you know, once we got done arguing and all that stuff, I told him that, you know what, I don't want to be with you anymore and that we should just, you know, go our separate ways. Let me find an apartment. Let me find a place to stay first and then we'll announce it to your family that, you know, we want a divorce. And so he got super sad about it, you know, and like overall, like the matter of fact is that, you know, how could you allow your parents to manipulate you into doing something that you know damn well that we have this conversation and that it's a no. But then you, I don't know, I, I don't know, it was just so fucking confusing. It was so, I was so mad and mad at him, mad at his parents. And we don't even like, like, after they bought the boat, like I didn't even have a conversation with his parents about the boat or anything like that. I mean, yeah, we did take it out on the river or the lake or whatever and, you know, like, you know, have fun here and there. But I even told him that your parents are not responsible and they're not going to pay pay the payments on time. And guess what? They didn't pay the payments on time. See, it's, it's kind of like, motherfucker, like, I already know this shit already. Why don't you fucking listen to your own 
own fucking wife like seriously like how many times i had fucking tell you this that's why i'm so mad you guys because it's like you know all the the disrespect you know it's like like i'm not just saying just to say things you know i'm saying because me i know myself and i and something's telling me that something's not right and the moment when all of these happen as i get and then they, i'll be like you know what i told you so why why didn't you fucking listen to me you couldn't buy you couldn't even buy the house because your parents fucked up your credit score and i told you from the beginning and also the fact that you know your parents disrespect me because they're they're just passively doing it behind behind curtains you know but I know that they they have no respect for for me and no respect for him but he didn't fucking see that another thing that i felt that i was disrespected from his his parents is that uh, a lady that that went to church with us in california she i guess she came down with her husband to sell life insurance whatever at that time his mom his his dad had uh i guess like heart issues whatever that he had some illness and so they wanted us to i guess buy life insurance for him in case he passed away within two years or so i guess so right after they left because we we were at his parents house at that time so once that lady and her husband left we were just sitting there at that time i didn't even know that we were gonna have like a so-called family um family meeting there but um i don't know where lost mom told me that she told me that i heard i heard from grandma that you know you you know because okay so what what had happened was that grandma the grandma was uh over at his parents house talking about the wedding arrangements or, or whatever because his younger brother was i guess supposed to be getting married to his girlfriend and so they just wanted to talk about the wedding and all that stuff and then somehow uh, grandma brought up uh, something that I said to her. And I, I remember I said to grandma that, you know, I can tell I can tell that um, my in-laws don't love me as much. And, you know, I'm not going to fucking sugarcoat it because it's the truth. They don't. But they're, they're just faking it. So I guess grandma, the, the grandma told uh, the in-laws about that. And so lost mom being a sneaky ass bitch of a person she is. And, and she's the type of woman that, that likes drama. And so I don't know where she just mentioned that. And she told me that I heard from grandma that, you know, you felt like we don't love you. But uh, we just want to let you know that, you know, we, we love you and and um, and your husband and, and all and all and all of our kids and any of our future, um, I guess, in-laws or daughter-in-law, son-in-law as as equal and I was like, I was, I was, I was surprised. I was like, what? I was like, I was like, who told you all that stuff? And, and then she told me that, oh, it was grandma. Grandma told us that you felt like, you felt like we don't love you, but then we, we love you. We, we love you and, and, and the future, um, dialogue laws as, as, as an equal. And at that point for me, I felt like, I felt like she purposely said that because at that time, his younger brother lost four younger brothers and his fiance i guess was there and then the other brothers were there as well too and it just kind of like surprised me a bit but at the same time i felt like she just purposely said that because she wanted to start drama between me and the other soon-to-be daughter-in-law and y'all i'm not i'm not about that competing as fucking ass life okay uh, just a side note for all of those sister-in-laws that, that are trying to compete with each other don't even 
be in this fucking competition for what compete for what to be the number one daughter-in-law shut the fuck up and just sit your ass down okay nobody got time to compete with nobody the only competition that you have is within yourself okay end of that so back to the story lost mom said that because i intuitionally felt that she wanted me and the future daughter-in-law to gain up on each other and so i got upset and the fact that lost boy was just sitting there he couldn't even defend me he couldn't even like tell his mom mom do not do not say that in front of my wife or or or, or pretty much like protect me you know he couldn't even do that and so i got up and then i just went to his grandma's house house and confronted her about that and she told me that yeah i did say that you know but then they were they were asking me how how you felt about everything or, or whatever i cannot trust his family too much drama too much gossiping too much competing like i don't got time for this shit i really fucking don't and so from there you know i just felt like you know why the fuck would they want to say shit like that to me like they they could have said it in a different way however i know deep down lost mom is the type of like i say it's a type of woman that loves drama and if she finds anything that will trigger you she will fucking say whatever the fuck she want to say but little does she know that you know me being divorced you know i could say a whole lot of shit about her too she ain't shit she thinks she is but she's not so i'm gonna keep it short like that let's leave the rest of it to another episode okay but aside from that lost mom was just disrespectful same with lost dad as well too it's like they they just don't have no respect for you like they don't fucking care if you're married to their sons they will disrespect you they will low-key passively disrespect you and the sons are so fucking stupid for not seeing that like why don't you fucking see that your parents don't fucking love you guys you know and you know i i'm, I'm gonna add this here lost mom she's only a stepmom she's not the real mom she gets really triggered and really upset that a lot of the families and a lot of people say especially like within the Hmong culture and like they they look down upon a step parents especially stepmom and you know that's i have to say that's really sad but at the, at the same time she portrays herself like that and you know as much as she as much as she tried to tell people that oh i'm i'm the mom i'm the real mom or i'm i'm the number one mom to the family bitch you're number two okay you will never be number one as you will say this in my native language so stay that way so interpreting that you are the second mom you're not the first mom you're just a stepmom okay so you need to stay on that lane as much as you want to say that you know you love your your stepkids whatever bitch you lying people can say the fuck they want to say but at the end of the day if they are treating the person differently then their words don't mean shit and that's who she is as a person you could say that you love your step stepkids but at the end of the day you fucking don't you can get mad all you want and you know that whatever grandma is saying she's correct and that's how it triggers you like that. Anyways, <laughs> I'm just rambling on, but I just have to get that off my chest. But aside from that, so like I mentioned, you know, I, I there's so many disrespect coming from lost the lost in laws, you know. But those are a couple of things that I felt like were the major things that I felt 
like I was just expected from, you know, just being a, a wife and being um, a, a, a daughter-in-law. So another disrespect that I uh, received from this relationship would have to be from Lost Boy. Tying it back to him um, buying the boat behind my back, I just felt like he didn't communicate with me about his parents using his credit credit scores or just his credit just to buy unnecessary things and you know as a wife that's all I want for all the guys that's listening you know your wife just wants you to communicate with her about these things even though it's just a little ass thing you have to communicate that with her because if you don't she's going to use that against you and also she's going to say that well you didn't let me know so that's on you if anything happens, I'm not going to be the one to uh, take part on it because you did it. You did it by yourself. And I just felt like he didn't talk to me about these things. Maybe he was afraid of what I'm going to say. But at the end of the day, you're you're married to me and we're, we're going to live this life together. So shouldn't I matter? Shouldn't I be the number one person in your life that matters? And then your parents second. He didn't think like that. And like I mentioned, he couldn't protect me from his parents. Like I get that he's so used to them passively doing things or manipulating him to into doing things for their own pleasure or their own favor. And I, I get that he's used to that. But me as an outsider, I see that, you know, they weren't treating him the best. And for him to not step up as the husband that I needed him to be to protect me from his his family or specifically his parents, you know, that was that was a disrespect on my part as being the wife. There was this other incident that I remembered um, was when um, me, Lost Boy, his two younger brother and his dad was in the car. I think we were on the way to go to church or either come home from church I, I don't remember but we were in the car and his dad told me that because he so he was driving the front the front and I was behind him and he told me that um your your mama told me that she wanted you to help clean clean the downstairs bathroom because there's there's a bathroom in their uh, downstairs basement and I guess it's been really dirty and yeah I I do see that it was been dirty and it's no excuse and I should at least help to clean. However, at that time, I didn't because I was too stressed over so many things and I just didn't want to. Cleaning was was the last thing on my list. I was stressed over work, stressed over my relationship, stressed just living in the house. And so his dad told me that she wanted me to clean the downstairs bathroom and and he said that you know since you guys are living downstairs it's your responsibility to clean the bathroom and it's your responsibility to clean the living room and my thing was that and i i even told uh, i lost that but couldn't lost mom just tell me instead like if she has a problem or she needs help or whatever can't she just come up to me and tell me the things i don't need to hear from you and he said that well just just do it you know because you're you're your mom's just bitching on me. I, I don't want her to bitch at me anymore. So could you just at least just, you know, do it for me? You know, that that way your mom don't bitch at me. 
and i sat there i was like y'all i was about to cry i was i was about to cry and blow my eyes off but i just held it in and lost boy was just sitting there and didn't say anything and i felt so ashamed and so like i don't know i, I just felt like yeah basically it's just a shame and for for lost dad to say that to me right in front of his two younger brother and lost boy just sitting there and not telling his dad dad don't say that to to don't say that don't say that to my wife but he didn't say he just sat there and i just felt like what the fuck i'm like i didn't do anything wrong i was like if she she is she is the mother of the house and you know i'm just I'm just an outsider. I just got married to his family. I don't know what the fuck how his family is run like. So, you know, if she needs things to be done, she needs to let me know. But her being a dumbass, passive ass bitch, you know, she she's not going to say anything. Because what I learned about her is that the only time things will be done around the house and the only time lost dad will give a fuck about anything that's happening in the house is if his ass is being bitched at from his wife. And so because at the end of the day, lost dad don't give a fuck about anything. OK, he's just like that. He just don't give a fuck. And the only reason why he give, gives a fuck is because he's getting bitched. That's it. My thing was that in my head, I was like, so you're asking me to do all these things that way you won't get bitched at from your wife and your wife could even come up to me as a woman as woman to woman to tell me that hey you know i need you to help me do this or do that or whatever or like hey this is how we run our household she needs to say jack shit to me and at that time i don't know fuck it i'm not gonna clean shit and also your kids are the one that's making the mess in the living room downstairs. Not me. I have no kids. I'm not going to pick up after your, your kids' mess. Hell the fuck no. If you want that to be done, get your fucking lazy ass, fat ass downstairs and clean up the shit. The bathroom, I can possibly clean it because I do use it. But at the time, you know, ever since your husband said that to me, I'm like, fuck it. The day that we left, I didn't even give a fuck to clean this stupid bathroom. Who gives a fuck? I was like, you have a mouth, fucking speak. If you can't speak to me and tell me and you're afraid that I'm going to say no because you know damn well I will say it, then what kind of fucking mother are you? What kind of person are you? I'm just saying. So that was one of, one of the example of, you know, lost boy not being able to protect me and not being able to respect me as his wife. Every argument that we had was never resolved and i just felt like you know i am expressing my emotions to you i'm telling you what is bothering me and yet you don't respond you just sit there don't say anything and then my thing is that hello am i talking to the brick wall am i talking to a, a dog or like what the fuck like i need a response i guess me just asking him to respond you know maybe he has a hard time telling or expressing his emotions or, or whatever he's feeling you know but still like i you know i i'm very uh, vocal when it comes to my emotions and for him to just sit there and not say anything we, we didn't even talk about any resolution and every time when i bring up the same thing all over again he always say why you always bring up the past move like you should just move on but my thing is that you can't just move on to you can't just move on from the problem and the reason why I couldn't move on because we didn't even come up with with a solution to solve it. And for you to just say for me to move on, it's like 
telling me that you know I don't matter my emotions don't matter my boundaries don't matter for that I felt like I felt disrespected it's like you don't respect my feelings my emotions what I have to say and you don't respect our relationship in order to fix it like what kind of bullshit is that I don't know like I said we hardly had any arguments but I just felt like when when we did have those arguments you know I just I just felt that like I was going crazy like I, I kept brushing things off I felt like okay maybe you're just overthinking Drew you're just overthinking you, sh- you should just you know don't think too much even though we have all these arguments you know at the end of the day we we will solve it I guess by just ignoring it and then we'll be happy again you guys I felt like I was going crazy at that time I felt like you know when you go to those crazy psychiatric hospitals where like they um like like the doctors wrap you up in those uh, white jackets where you can't move your arms I don't know what you call those but I felt like I, I was put in a white room a white box room you know with that jacket on and with my hair all like messy and fuzzy just sitting there cross-legged you know moving back and forth up and down you know like telling myself everything's gonna be okay everything's gonna be okay you're not crazy like you guys I like every argument I kept telling myself you know this will pass this will pass everything's gonna be okay everything's gonna be okay like I was going crazy in my head like I keep thinking that all the all the arguments that we have is gonna get resolved and it's just another argument and just just move on Woo, that was some like crazy ass time. I was like, never again will I ever feel like that. Ladies or men, if you ever feel like that, uh-uh, you're not crazy. The only crazy person is the person that's telling you to get over it. But really, nothing was being resolved. So those are some of the things that I felt like I was treated disrespectfully from the in-laws and from Lost Boy. There is a ton, but those are what those are the major things that happened in my life that I can think of that made me feel like I wasn't treated respectfully. The second reason, ooh, you guys will love this. The second reason as to why I've decided that enough is enough and that I need to move on, let go of this person, this relationship, because it wasn't worth it, it's because he cheated now it may sound kind of confusing because i was confused myself too but um a little snippet of what happened so he he decided lost boy decided to spend the weekend at his parents house because we had an argument and i called my dad telling him that i was done i didn't want to be with him anymore I'm going to divorce his ass. It was during Mother's Day and uh, we had an argument. And so he moved out and I, a, a week, I think a week or two weeks passed by. He came back home and then I, I just didn't feel like nothing was changed. Like I felt that he was still the same person. He didn't want to make no effort and I f- still feel like shit. And again, I will do another separate episode on this and tell you guys in detail as to the steps as to how that came about. But just to keep it short, he he did something that triggered me. 
And I just told him that, you know, I've had it. And that was, I guess that that was uh, the day where I, because I, I've never yelled at him that often. Um, I, I'm more of a calm person and I just like to keep things to myself. And so at that time, like he just got me so mad to a point where I just had it with him. I just had it with the disrespect. I just, I just couldn't take it anymore because it's like, you know, I'm your wife. I'm calling you constantly. You left me and you didn't even communicate with me as to where you're going, who you're going with, why you're going with. And again, it's just not about controlling, okay? For, for, for those who think that it's controlling, you dumb as fuck, okay? No, that's not the point. The point is that for me, I, I just wanted him to communicate with me as to where he was at. And again, I will tell more details as to what happened okay but at that point i just felt like you know fuck this relationship fuck this person he doesn't respect me as a wife then fuck it i'm done with this relationship so we went to we went to work i just felt like shit because at that time we were working third shift we came back home we had an argument in the car and i told him that you know what i deserve more and you're gonna take me for granted and he got mad and I told him that I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with you. I'm done with this. You know, all this disrespect and everything. I'm done. And he got the audacity to be mad, start jamming his, his wrist in, in the uh, car console and all that stupid shit. So he wanted to buy himself a pack of cigarettes. So I just got out of the car and just went into the house. And by the time I got to the house, um, I went to sleep. Because, again, it was third shift, so I want to sleep around, like, 7 o'clock or so. And then when I woke up, got ready, and um, he, I guess he was cleaning up his, his stuff or whatever. And then he um, told me that um, he, he was going to pack all his stuff and leave. And then in that moment, I knew that, okay, this is it. He, he wants to leave. And so, because um, at that time, he, he came upstairs to, to tell me that he's, gonna, he's not going to go to work and that he's going to pack up his stuff. And so I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then when he went downstairs, I had to, I had to like think about it for a sec. And then I went back downstairs and I asked him, okay, who's going to pick you up and where, you, where, you, where are you going to go? He told me that his dad's going to pick him up and he's going to go to his parents' house. I'm like, okay, fine. And then that was the end of the conversation. And so I got ready to go to work. Did my shift, came home, and all his stuff was gone. He took whatever stuff that he needed and whatever he didn't want, he just left it there for me to take care of. Yeah, so so from there on, you know, he, he, he picked up his stuff, he packed up his stuff, left the house, didn't say anything to me. He didn't even um, initiate uh divorce he didn't even contact my parents and again at that time i didn't know what the fuck i was doing okay i, I was like am i supposed to contact my, my people or is he supposed to contact his people or how the fuck are you supposed to get divorced in our culture and so um i did talk to my dad a, a little bit about it and he was like well if you don't want well if he doesn't want you then he should have his people call me i'm like i don't know it's kind of confusing because like i didn't want him but he left on his own so it made me feel like okay that was it you know shouldn't he shouldn't he be the one to reach out to us and um and say that oh yeah i don't want her no more i don't want my wife no more you know i don't know y'all it's so confusing like i, I was so confused but at that at that time we didn't we didn't officially get divorced. We we're still culturally married, okay? 
two weeks later, we got off of work. You know, he drove his own car or whatever. He 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 was able to get to work on his on his own for some reason. And then I just drove the cart that we had at that time. Right as I was um heading towards home, there is a park or like um like a, a walkway park thingy that's close to work and um I spotted a red car, a red Honda car. I think it was a red Honda Civic car. 